Take another deep breath. Breathe in. Hold it there. Release it slowly. Thank you for joining Brothers of the Word, because, brother, you need the Word. We welcome all of you who are joining us by television, those of you joining us at airjesus.com. Welcome. We're excited to have you. Stay tuned uh, to today's message. And I'll, I'll give you just a little bit of humor, as I sometimes do, a little joke. But there were two boys who went to... Uh, visit their grandparents, staying with the grandparents for the weekend. And that night they were on their knees in their bedroom. And they were saying their prayers. And the younger brother, he was praying at the top of his young. He was just yelling. He said, God, I want a PlayStation. He said, God, send me a bicycle. God, I want a DVD player. He yelled it. He was yelling his prayer to the top of his lung. His older brother looked at him and said, what are you doing? God isn't deaf. He isn't hard of hearing. He said, no, he isn't, but grandma is. Open your Bible, if you will, to the book of Mark, the book of Mark, the gospel of Mark, chapter 4, the gospel of Mark, chapter 4, the gospel of Mark, chapter 4. Let's read verses uh, 35 through 41, the, the gospel of Mark, chapter 4, verses 35 through 41. When you get there, say amen. Mark 4, verse 35. Let's begin with verse 35 and read together in unison. Ready? Read. And the same day when the even was come, he saith unto them, Let us pass over unto the other side. And when they had sent away the multitude, they took him even as he was in the ship. And there were also with him other little ships. And there arose a great storm of wind, and the waves beat into the ship, so that it was now full. And he was in the hinder part of the ship, asleep on a pillow. And they awake him, and say unto him, Master, carest thou not that we perish? And he arose and rebuked the wind, and said unto the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased. And there was a great calm. And he said unto them, Why are ye so fearful? Why is it that ye have no faith? And they feared exceedingly and said one to another, What manner of man is this that even the wind and the sea obey him? And so we're talking today from the subject maintaining peace in stressful times, maintaining peace in stressful times. How many of you know we're living in stressful times? We're living in stressful times. And, and God dropped this, he, he dropped this word in my spirit this past week. One day I was uh, just getting in my car and I was exhausted and I was stressed. I had Somebody had just called me in to referee a fight between two co-workers. And I mean, hearing them yell at each other for the 30 minutes, I was just drained. I was just drained. 
And I was so stressed, and I leaned back on the seat, and I heard those words, maintaining peace in stressful times. And so I had to I had to go to work now to recover my peace and to realize that even though we're living in stressful times, even though we're living in difficult times, even though we're seeing difficult days, even though there's so much we're being pulled in one direction, so many people pulling on us, so many things pulling on you, so many cares pulling on you, so many anxieties trying to make ends meet, trying to care for kids, trying to take care of family, trying to get a job, keep a job. So many, so many things are going on, unsure about uh, security, unsure about retirement, unsure about world economies, unsure about what's all going on. And, and all of these things are so Stressful, so many things to do, people to see, appointments to keep. I gotta be here and I gotta, and sometimes we, we don't know whether we're going or coming. Sometimes we meet ourselves halfway going and coming. And, uh, so life is stressful. Life is stressful by itself, even without all of the recent things in the economy. Just by itself, life is stressful. Life was stressful before the economy went bad. And so, um, Life is, is uh, stressful, but we can still maintain the peace of God in our lives. I recall a story that I read some time ago, but it was about a little dog named Tattoo. And it was in the Tacoma, Washington newspaper. And this little dog was in for the run of his life, and he didn't even know it. One day, his owner was uh, getting in the car leaving. And little Tattoo was out there to see him off. But unbeknownstly to the owner... The leash of Tattoo got caught in the car door. And the owner took off and he drove and little Tattoo was behind him trying to keep up. And the article said little Tattoo was picking him up and putting him down as fast as he could. The driver got up to a speed of about 30 miles an hour. Little Tattoo was just being pulled, dragged, flipping over, turning over, trying to keep up exasperated before a police officer. A police officer waved down the driver and rescued Tattoo. Sometimes we feel like Tattoo, don't we? We're being dragged, being pulled, uh, flipping over, turning over, putting them down and picking them up as fast as we can. And thank God Jesus is the police to flag us down, to say, hold on, hold on. Keep it together here. Don't lose your peace in the midst of stressful Time. God does not want us to be stressed out. God doesn't want us to be stressed out. I'm gonna, I'm gonna share some things with, uh, with you that what stress does to you. Stress drains your energy. It drains your energy. You're easily irritated. You're easily irritated. You become critical, defensive, negative. It robs you of creativity. It throws your judgment and your discernment off. Stress has been linked to a host of medical problems, conditions in the body. It's linked to cardiovascular problems, heart attacks, stroke. In fact, Monday morning, Monday morning is the number one time that most people have a heart attack because of the stress of going to face a job that they really don't 
want to go to, and they, and they evidently they're working in the wrong job, and the stress of it, of facing a whole nother work week, and so they just have a heart attack on Monday morning. They'll do anything to keep from going to the office. <laughs> stress causes premature aging. You look old before you get old. It ages you quickly. It weakens the immune system. And so you become susceptible to all type of um, illnesses and diseases because now you're operating with a deficient immune system. It tightens up your, your muscles. And that's why so many people have neck problems and back problems. You, you just, you're so tight. I was, I was with Brother Render one time. He went to, he took me, I was, with him, he went to go get a massage, and he said the lady was just mashing down in his neck. And she said, "Whoa, you're just tense." You're, you're, he said, "It's just big knots in his," and, and that's all stress. It was all stress, it, and so it, it knots us up, it tenses us up, it it, it um, causes all of these aches and pains. Stress is also linked to diabetes, upset stomach, ulcers, and the list goes on. And on. In fact, I read an interesting statistic that says 75 to 90 percent of all doctor visits are for stress-related ailments and complaints. 75 to 90 percent of all doctor visits are related to stress. Are related to stress. That was an interesting experiment I, I read a while back. They put a, a, a group of rats in an office and locked them in the office. And somebody went in there and chased those rats around for five months, almost continuously. And they were trying to study the effects of stress on the body. So they used these rats and they chased them around. And they said at the end of five months, they said those little rats were stressed out. Oh, they were stressed. They had all type of physical problems. High blood pressure. <laughs> Those little rats, their little hearts were beating. They were palpitating. They, they were just stressed out. Their adrenal glands were drained. Stress drains the adrenal glands because you're, you're, you're pouring cortisone into the bloodstream and all, you're, you're just, you're, all of these things are happening and, and at the end of those studies, those rats were just stressed out and they were sick. And they were uh, in such bad shape. And we wonder why they call it the rat race. We're literally in a rat race sometimes with stress. But notice here what Jesus uh, did here in, in Mark chapter 4, verse 35 through 41, uh, which we read. He, he gave some keys, some keys I had never seen before, never had paid attention to. But there was a stressful situation that arose while he was out on the sea with his disciples in that ship. And a storm came up and threatened the lives of the men on that ship. And winds were blowing, water was pouring in. And it was a very stressful situation with their lives on the line. And they went down to uh, wake up Jesus. And I just love this key that Jesus teaches us. Learn to relax. Learn, turn to them and say, learn to relax. Relax. Jesus, man, Jesus is so cool. He is so cool. They woke Jesus up 
Jesus said, well, what y'all waking me up for? He said, I was sleeping good. And you all coming in here with all of this anxiety and all of this stuff. He said, guys, chill. Learn to turn your name and say, chill. Learn to relax. That's the first key. That's the first key Jesus teaches. Learn to relax. Sometimes you just got to take it. Everybody just take a deep breath and exhale. Learn to relax. Just relax. Just learn to relax. When you're in a stressful situation, remind yourself, I got to relax. I got to relax. I got to relax. Don't sweat. Small stuff is all small stuff. Relax. Learn to relax. And so Jesus taught that. He taught that principle um, to learn to relax. Learn to relax. Second principle he taught, don't lose sleep over it. Don't lose sleep over stressful situations. Notice where Jesus was during the storm. He was, the Bible explicitly says he was sound asleep on the pillow. He didn't eat, I mean, don't lose, in other words, he's saying don't lose sleep. Don't lose sleep. Turn over the book of Acts. Let me show you another person that was asleep. This is Peter. Acts chapter 12. This was a, this was a, a riotous event. Acts chapter 12. This was a very riotous event that took place in the book of Acts chapter 12. Verse, uh, let me give you a little background. Now Peter, Peter was in prison. And he was due to be executed the next morning. And he was in prison, due to be executed the next morning. And guess what? Peter was asleep. Peter was asleep the night before. In fact, he was asleep so hard, an angel came in there to rescue him and had to kick him to wake him up. That's how hard Peter was sleeping. Now, he's due to be executed the next day. He's due to be executed the next day. An angel comes in there and shines a bright light. The bright light didn't wake Peter up. The Bible says the angel smote him. Peter, get up! That's how hard Peter was sleeping. So the Bible is explicitly saying to us, don't lose sleep over stressful situations. Don't lose sleep over it. Look, look, at, look at it in verse. You all think I'm lying. I'm not lying. <laughs> look at verse 6 and 7. Verse 6 and 7. Acts chapter 12, verse 6 and 7. And when Herod would have brought him forth the same night, Peter was sleeping between two soldiers, bound with two chains. And the keepers before the door kept the prison. And behold, the angel of the Lord came upon him, and a light shined in the prison, and he smote Peter on the side and raised him up. He had to kick him to get him up. Peter was knocked out. Peter had a death sentence on him the next day. He was sound asleep. Well, where do you think he learned that from? Huh? He spent, he spent, he spent three years walking with Jesus. Jesus had trained him. Jesus had already got on them for being fretful when a storm came up. Jesus said, why are you so afraid? Where, why are you so fearful? Where is your faith? And so Jesus had taught these guys how to deal with adversity, how to deal with stressful situations. So Jesus had already illustrated, he had already taught Peter, so Peter was just living out what he was taught. He was trained by the master. He was trying. He wasn't stressed out. 
He wasn't stressed out about it. He knew, he said, they kill me, I just go to heaven. Why am I going to stress out about that? If they don't kill me, I go on living and preaching. If they do kill me, I go home to be with the Lord. I can't lose. So I'm going to sleep. I'm going to sleep. I'm going to sleep. I'm going to sleep. There was a woman doing World War, I think it was World War One, and uh, that was uh, 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 a bomb threat. They were dropping bombs in her area, and so they had, they had evacuated the whole area, getting everybody to bomb shelters. And this old lady didn't go. She went home every night. And somebody asked her, aren't you going to the shelter? She said, no. She said, no, I'm staying at home. She said, she said, because I read in the Bible one day that God neither slumbers nor sleeps. And she said, no need of both of us being up. She said, I'm going, I'm staying home and going to bed. And so that's, that's a powerful key that Jesus actually taught there in that. He said, don't lose sleep over it. Don't lose, turn your neighbor said, don't lose sleep over it. Don't lose, don't lose sleep over it. Don't lose sleep over you, You'll find that all the Bible teaches that Daniel, same situation. He was in the lion's den sleep all night with lions all around him. He was asleep. It's the peace of God. It's the peace of God in stressful situation. It's the peace of God that passes understanding that is able to keep us in stressful situation. You don't understand. That's why it looks, it doesn't look normal. It isn't normal. It's the peace of God in stressful situations that is able to keep our hearts and mind and guard them in Christ Jesus. Jesus said in John chapter 16, verse 33, he said this. He said, in me, in me, you shall have peace. In the world, you shall have distresses. In me, you shall have peace. In the world, you shall have distresses. And then he conveys the message to us. He said, don't fret. The peace in me is greater than the distresses in the world. Oh, y'all didn't hear that. (laughs) The peace in me. He didn't deny the distresses in the world. He said, in me, you'll have peace. In the world, you're going to have distresses. But he said, don't fret. The peace in me is greater than the distresses in the world. And so we are able to have the peace of God, maintain the peace of God, even in stressful times. Take another deep breath. Breathe in. Hold it there. Release it slowly. I'm jumping ahead of myself, but that's actually one of the keys of relieving stress from a natural standpoint is breathing, is breathing. You have to learn how to breathe properly. Um, That type of deep breathing where you take your time and pause and exhale slowly, it relaxes the body. It lowers the blood pressure. Your, Your blood vessels relax, so your cardio system works, your cardiovascular system works better. It actually relieves you with proper Breathing, when you, when you take that deep, and it's best to do it outdoors where you can get fresh air, but that breathing, deep breathing. So whenever you feel yourself tensed up and stressed, get outdoors and begin to take in deep breath, hold it, release it slowly. It begins to calm the body down. It's one of the, one of the natural keys, and I'm going to go through some of the natural keys if we have time today. If not, I'm going to uh, finish up in part two. We'll do Thursday, Thursday evening, but um, that's one of the keys. Um, so, so this, this key here Jesus taught us is don't lose, don't lose, uh, 
sleepover. Here's another key he taught us in this passage, and that is to use your authority. Use your authority. Speak to situations. Speak to situations. Notice what Jesus said in, in the, the, uh, the Gospel of Mark, chapter 11, uh, verse 22. Mark 11, 22, he says, Whosoever shall say to this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. Notice we have been saying what we have instead of having what we say. Those are two different things. He didn't say, say what you have. He said, you will have what you say. He didn't say, talk about the mountain. He said, speak to the mountain. Those are two different things. So when the disciples came to Jesus, they were talking about the storm. Jesus didn't say talk about the storm. Guess what he did? He got up and spoke to the storm. Those are two different things. So in other words, he said, use your authority. Use your authority. We have no idea the authority that we have in Christ. We have no idea the authority that we have based on the power of God's word. Open up your mouth and speak to your situation. Speak to your situation. Stop talking about them. Stop talking about your situation. Notice that's what we're doing. We're just walking around talking about them. I can't get a break. Nobody hired me. I ain't got no money. I'm sick. I'm broke. I'm busted. I'm we're talking about. No, why don't you stand up and speak to them? Why don't you stand up and say, hey, peace. Be still. Speak, speak. Use your authority as a child of God. You're made in the image of God. You're made in the likeness of God. You have his spirit. You have his name. You have the authority of the blood of Jesus Christ. The blood of the everlasting covenant of Almighty God. Use your authority. Use your authority. That's why Jesus was so perturbed. He said, where is your faith, guys? Jesus was... Jesus was oftentimes, he was allowing things to happen so that he could check the response of his people when things happen. A lot of times God allows things to happen in your life just to see how you're going to respond. See if you're going to be a wimp and cry like a baby or if you're going to stand up and use the authority that God has given you. He's checking your response. God's always checking your response. He is interested in your response. Responsibility is a sign of maturity. It's a sign of maturity. Response-ability. Response. Those are two words. Response-ability. God's always watching our response just to see how you're going to respond. And that's, what he, that's why he laid. See, he wanted to see how his men were going to handle that. They didn't, they didn't use He said, guys, why are you so afraid? That's another key. Don't be afraid. But see, uh, don't be afraid. He said, calm down, relax. Um, use your authority. Speak to the situation. Stop talking about the situation. And so he gave some, he gave some powerful keys. And I, I see that I'm not going to get to the, uh, I am almost out of time. So I see I'm not going to make it to the natural keys I got for you. I got, I got a ton of natural keys I'm going to share, but I'm going to share them in part two. I have a lot of spiritual things and a lot of natural things and they all, they both work together. So I'm going to share some things. There are some things the apostle Paul taught about it. Um, there are some, some more things Jesus taught us here and, 
there are a lot of natural things that natural science teaches us now about stress and how to reduce, how to reduce it, how to eliminate it, how to manage it, how to control it. And so I'll share, I'll share that. And I want you to go to airjesus.com. You can listen to this message, message number 7413. And you can also email it to a friend absolutely free of charge. We want you to maintain peace in stressful times. We love you and we appreciate you. And thank you for joining us at Brothers of the Word because, brother, you need the Word. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. 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 Y'all got me excited. I'm excited, man. God, amen. I, I didn't get the half of what I wanted to share, so we'll, we'll do it Thursday. We'll do it Thursday night, part two, maintaining peace. Maintaining peace in stressful times. Amen. Everybody, let's do that again. Let's take that deep breath again. Let it out slowly. Learn to relax. Learn to relax. Learn to relax and Repeat after me. I have the peace of God in me all the time. It's at work in my life. And you, you know something? It's the stressful times where peace is really called into action. You don't need peace when everything is fine. Peace is designed for stress. That's when it goes into work. That's when it goes into action. And so we have the peace of God. And so... We're going to keep studying and keep learning and learn how to release this peace and walk in this peace and allow it to govern our lives. Amen. Give the Lord a hand clap of praise. You are listening to airjesus.com and the online word.com. This was the first part in the Maintaining Peace and Stressful Time sermon by C. Elijah Bronner. This message is number 7413. That's 7413. The next part is number 7414. To listen to both messages, go to the online word.com. Listen to airjesus.com and the online word.com often and keep your spirit charged up.